Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching, mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning and welcome to Direct Line. It is Thursday, March 23rd, and this is a very special edition of Direct Line. As you probably know, there is an election in Danville in less than two weeks on Tuesday, April the 4th. And we have decided to dedicate the show this morning to hearing from the six candidates for District 118 School Board. The candidates are Tierra Brown, Kim Corley, Chris Easton, Thomas Miller, Tyson Parks, and Alice Payne. And the last week, we have invited each of them to come out to Second Church to our recording studio, and all six were able to make it, and we were able to learn about why they're running for school board or why they're running for re-election, and we are blessed to be able to offer you this candidate forum this morning. Now, I want to say a special thanks to our direct line sponsors who have graciously given up much of their airtime. We could not do direct line without them. But right now, let's hear from our first three candidates. We're going in alphabetical order. You will hear my interview with Tierra Brown and Kim Corley and Chris Easton. Let's check this out. Well, we are joined now by Tierra Brown, candidate for District 118 School Board. Tierra, thanks for taking time. No problem. And so let's just start. Introduce yourself to the Direct Line radio audience. Who are you and what do you do professionally? Awesome. So, yes, I am Tierra Brown. I was born and raised here in Danville, Illinois. Okay. Um, currently, I am a teacher at Urbana High School. Okay. Um, a little bit about myself. Um, I'm heavy in the community. I have my own dance team and my own dance studio here in Danville. Okay. Yes, the studio is called Finally Raw Studios. Okay. Um, I'm also the co-coordinator of Toys in the Hood, which is a toys uh, toy drive here for um, low-income areas in Danville. Okay. So, each Christmas, we give back to those low-income areas, um, raise money, uh, also get donations with toys and different things like that. Yeah. And every Christmas Eve, we give back to them. Oh, um, that's great. Yes. How long has that been going on? So it's been going on. I've been the co-coordinator for the last five years. Okay. Um, and Glenn Rao was a person that took over, um, that started it. Okay. He moved to Kentucky, and I wanted to continue on his legacy. So gotcha. we wanted to make sure that... We did that and went above and beyond with doing it also. That is great. So you said you're at Urbana High School as yes. a teacher, but before that you did work for District 118. Yes, is I that did. right? Talk about that. Yeah, so from 2017 to 2021, I was a teacher's assistant at Northridge Middle School. Okay. I also was the chair and palm coach. Okay. As well as the assistant director to show choir. So you were busy. Yes. Had a I lot stayed going. busy. Yes. Yeah, okay. So why are you running for school board? You know, we live in a day and an age where it seems like more and more people do not want to be involved <laughs> in public service and you're saying here I am yes. tell us why you're running for school board the big the biggest piece is for our children okay. um that our it is time for someone to step up and be the voice for the youth, okay. um, the voice for the families in our community. Okay. And I'm heavily passionate about the academic level of our students as well as the social economic pieces of it as well. Okay. And so do you have specific burdens? Do you have specific concerns? Do you feel like things are going great? Where, where would you say, as a school board candidate, you look at District 118 right now? Um, what I could say is that, you know, I'm very proud to have been um, a graduate of District 118. I yeah. went there from kindergarten through 12th grade. So okay. to be able to come back and give back to my community, with specifically with the school district, is a great thing. Yeah. So that's number one. So the biggest thing, concerns that I see um one is the con con um, conflict resolution piece. Okay. I feel like there's a lot of things that are going on and we're not teaching our students how to deal with conflict. Yeah. We're not teaching them how to handle things without uh, resulting to violence. Yeah. And there is a current program in place within District 118. It's just not at every school. Okay. So it's not that I want to come in and change everything. Right. Because there are definitely some things that are working. It just needs to be refined and it needs to be enhanced. And yeah. I feel like I can be that person to do that. And you know, with the conflict resolution, 
solution, if we can get that implemented across the board, that's a life skill. That's Absolutely. something you're going to need anywhere. And I'm sure you need that sometimes yes. at Urbana High School, right? Absolutely. And um, I've seen different success stories where I've had students that came in always angry, always wanting to fight. And now yeah. looking at them three and four years later, them about to graduate from um, Danville High School, yeah. they have worked on that. They have learned how to use their voice. They've learned how to... Um, mediate with their peers and discuss different issues without resulting to violence. So it's yeah. definitely capable. But if we could get that, that program in our elementary schools as well as our high schools, yeah. I think it will be a we'll see a greater impact. And so you spent a lot of time, you said, at Northridge. Yes. That's middle school. Now mm -hmm. you're doing the high school. Yes. What's the difference? Is there a difference? There or? is a difference. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, in my opinion, the high school level, once you get there, you're working with um, students that are already stuck in their ways. Yeah. At the high, at the middle school level, you're able to, um, they're trying to figure themselves out. So you have a great point, um, great place in space where you can be that person to help transition those students and help guide them in the right direction. Yeah. Um, so I loved working at the middle school, but yeah. as I began to work at the high school too, and I've only been there a couple months, I've loved that as well because even though I made the statement, high schoolers are um, already stuck in their ways, yeah. I still have an opportunity with how I uh, gain relationships with each student that I can still change that yeah. mindset or that pathway. Now, if you are elected to the school board, do you think the fact that you're serving in another school district, will that help you as a school board member because you'll have different ideas? Do you see that as a detriment? What, what, what do you think about that? I honestly see it as a pro more so okay. than a con. Okay. Um, with the different things, like another thing I plan to implement is different innovative curriculum programs. Okay. And I, as I've shortly, my short time at Urbana High School, I see the innovativeness that they have, the different yeah. creativeness that they have going on at their district. Yeah. And why can't we just pull that on over? If we see something that's working, why can't we utilize that as well? So Absolutely. I see it more of a pro than a con. That's great. So someone's listening to this interview and they're saying, hey, that Tierra Brown, I want to know more about her. How's someone find out more about you? Is there a way to contact you? Absolutely. What would you say? Absolutely. So you can go a couple different ways. My Facebook, um, okay. Tierra Brown. That's okay. T-I-E-R-R-A, last name Brown. Yeah. Um, I also have a school board page, uh, which is Tierra Brown, Danville District 118 School okay. Board. Okay. And then I also have a web page out there, which is a voice for the number four, thevoiceless.com. Okay. Okay. Well, I, you've given us a lot to think about, a lot to chew on. I love the the toy program. Yes. I didn't know about that. Yes. And I would just say if we can ever help at Second Church or Direct Line Radio with promotion, Absolutely. please let us know because I think that's something tangible that's making a difference, helping little children wake up, you know, on Christmas morning yes. with something, especially for those that maybe are not as privileged as others or as blessed as well, others. Well, I thank so. you for that. I definitely appreciate that. We will definitely be reaching out this year. And, you know, we have six candidates. We're yes. going to listen to all of them, but I'm saying the same thing to everyone. Good luck. Thank you. And, th and thank you for being involved in the process. You know, we live in this day and age where more and more people are pushing back, and I think it's great that we've got the Tierra Brown stepping up saying, yes. here I am, I'm willing to serve. Thank you so much. All right, have a great day. Thank you, you too. Well, we're sitting down now with Kim Corley, candidate for District 118 School Board. Kim, welcome. Thank you. Great to be here. And so tell us, what are you doing currently? I currently am the communications coordinator at Second Church of Christ. And we're so glad to have you at Second Church of Christ. Full disclosure, Kim and I work together. But uh, before that, you worked for District 118. Tell us a little bit about that. Correct. I was the principal secretary at Mark Demon Elementary, hired by Miss Brooks. And I worked at Mark Demon for about three years before transferring to Northeast Elementary under Markeisha Parker and Justin Thorlton. They okay. were the principals. And you were there about five? Is that right? This would have been my fifth year. Okay, okay. So you are one of six candidates running for school board. Why are you running for school board? I'm also a parent. Okay. I have two children at the high school and a fourth grader currently enrolled in the district. Yes. And I've graduated one out of District 118 as well. Okay. So I've been a parent for many years within this district, and I have several concerns. Okay. That my husband and I have had for several years. Okay. And the last three, have, they've really grown. Okay. Okay. A lot of my concerns, if you'd like to hear those I now. would. I would. The communication between the staff, the administration, and the parents has got to improve. Okay. Last year, I felt it was pretty horrific, actually. Okay. The DEA, we took a 
a survey out of the staff. Yeah. And 80% did not believe the D-118 leadership communicated well okay. with staff or families. Eight out of 10. 80%. Wow. Okay. 80%. 40% were actively looking, this is staff, yeah. for other employment. Huge concern for me. Right. I thought that was a concern. Right. right. The things I've seen while working in the buildings yeah. was shocking to me as a parent. Okay. I okay. feel like if our community really knew what was happening within our schools, okay. they too would be shocked. Okay. Honestly. Okay. Staff members are fantastic. Yeah. I've worked with some really great staff members. Yeah. I do not feel like they have been supported okay. in the manner that they need to be. Okay. So that's a concern of mine. Okay. I saw our graduation rate. Yeah. Atrocious. Okay. 68% is unacceptable. Okay. Our academics need improved. Okay. Attendance is a problem. Yeah. Safety concerns, not just for the students, but for the staff as well. Right. The things I've seen students, and this is elementary, right? Punching teachers, all that is not acceptable. Right. The working right. conditions are a concern for me too, as a parent okay. and a former staff member. Yeah. Okay. So what do you see um, your role, let's say you're elected to the school board, mm -hmm. the election's coming up in just a couple weeks. April 4th. April 4th. How do you see uh, some of these concerns being able to be dealt with as a school board member? I want communication to be increased okay. between parents. Parents have a right to be heard. Yeah. Staff have a right to be heard. Yeah. And communication between all of the parties has got to get better. It has okay. to, or it's not going to work. Yeah. So that is a huge commitment for me. Okay. I want to be able to talk to the parents. I currently do talk to parents and staff members on a regular basis. You seem like a pretty connected person. I am. They, they'll call me, they'll text me, they'll message me, they'll see me on the street. Yeah. I talk to a lot of staff and parents. So the rebuilding of the trust, yeah. I feel like between the community and the district is, is huge. Yeah. We have got to rebuild that trust that I feel like we have lost. Yeah. Personally, I as a parent... Right. I've lost the the trust. Okay. And this is a an administration that cares for three of my children. Yeah. So yeah. it's hugely important. To so me. you're vested. Uh, you have vested interest. I have some skin in the game, as yeah. I say. Yes, I do. So someone's listening to this, and maybe they resonate with what you're saying, or or maybe they have a different perspective and they want to connect with you. I know you've got a lot of Kim Corley for school board signs out there. How can someone learn more about you or connect with you? I've actually had parents reach out to me through Messenger. Okay, Facebook Messenger. I am okay. on Facebook. Um, so they've I've been getting messages from parents. Okay. What do you think about this? What yeah. are you thinking about that? How, how do you feel about that? Are you okay oh, with that? Okay. okay. Absolutely right. open to people contacting me for questions. A okay. lot of people in the community might not know anything about me. Right. I am I am conservative. Right. And right. I am a Christian. Right. I make no Right. Secret about that. You're not fact. apologizing for that. I'm, right. I'm right. not. Okay. I'm Good not. Deal. Well, if you're listening to this and you want to know more, reach out to Kim. Facebook Messenger is a great way to pull that off. And um, anything else that's kind of on your heart that you want to share um, as you think about running for District 118 School Board? I want everyone to be able to work together. Yeah. And I want everyone to be able to be heard. Yeah. That last couple years I have seen has not happened and yeah. that's created a lot of hard feelings we've lost a lot of good staff members okay i think because of that and okay. i'd like to know yeah how can we fix that yeah. we need to fix that well i appreciate you taking time just on a personal level what are some of the things you like to do tell us about kim corley well i currently have three children still at home yes so, so they, you're spending a lot of time they yes. keep me hopping yeah uh, i would like to say they're doing a forum for the board candidates i believe next thursday 23rd at okay. the library that i am unable to attend okay so i do welcome any any questions through messenger yeah uh, yeah my phone number call me yeah um, this is actually airing on the morning of the 23rd. Okay. So the forum's that night. Is that right? That's what it's supposed to okay. be, Okay. Yes. All right. So, yeah, if, if you need to talk to Kim, Kim's going to be on assignment elsewhere that day, but she'd be glad to respond to any of the questions that you have through Facebook Messenger. Absolutely. Well, Kim Corley, thanks for taking time, and uh, we're going to wish all six candidates the best of luck. But I want to say to you, thank you for all you do at Second Church. We're blessed to have you as a part of our team, and uh, best of luck on April 4. Thank you.
Well, we are joined right now by Chris Easton. I should say Chaplain Chris Easton. Chris, welcome to Direct Line. Thank you. Very glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, and you are running for re-election to District 118 School Board. You're one of three incumbents that are running for re-election. Tell us about your life up to this point, just professionally, and then also how you became a board member of District 118. Okay, glad to. Uh, so I moved to Danville in 2012 to become the chaplain at Danville Correctional Center. Okay. And I've been there since then. And yeah. we 11 years? 11 years. Wow. Yes. Okay. Um, my wife, Melanie. Melanie's a licensed clinical professional counselor. Yeah. And works for Alliance Counseling, and she works in Danville. And uh, my son, Isaiah, is in 11th grade at Danville High School. Okay. And my daughter, Bailey, is in 8th grade. Okay. At the middle school. Northridge. Okay. So a little bit about me. I graduated from a public high school, so I understand its value and having tuition-free yeah. um, public high school, yeah. public schools. And uh, my mom and dad were always concerned about uh, the quality of the education. Yeah. Um, if they could have, they would have sent me to private school. They were very okay. concerned about about uh, my education, but I'm, I'm actually glad they didn't. Yeah. I think the, uh, the community as a whole really can offer a more rounded education for its yeah. young people yeah. together yeah. Uh, better than we could ever do by ourselves or okay. even inside our own closed circles. Yeah. Um, I've been a substitute teacher. Okay. Um, after I was honorably discharged from the Army, um, I substituted at Hernando County Schools in Florida. Okay. Um, kindergarten. First, wow. First and second grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, and high school. You did um, it all. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually enjoyed it. Um, I was able to see how difficult it is for teachers, uh, yeah. for sure, but also how rewarding the job is. Yeah. I did feel sort of like a grandparent feels. Um, yeah. I knew I could pass the students to their real parent, uh, their real yeah. teacher uh, at the end of the day, but I grew an appreciation for teachers and staff, teachers' aides, substitute teachers. Yeah. Uh, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law were teachers um, okay. in their career. And uh, I think that all parents are concerned about the education of their students. Right. And so I decided to run to just as a parent uh, to yeah. help help that uh, keep the balance of uh, what the teachers think they need and want for their students, what the administration thinks they need and want right. in balance with what our parents think yeah. they need and want. And you've been on the school board for a year and a half, is that right? Since October of 2021, yep. Okay, and you were appointed, is that a, right? Yeah, I was appointed. It's pretty rare to have two appointments happen at the same time, but right. there's history to that. And yeah. And so, yeah, I've been on since October 2021. And uh, when I was in public school, um, I was able to receive speech therapy So as a child. Okay. And uh, I got to see teachers who invested in me. Um, my yeah. family was below the poverty line, Okay, but they were proud, yeah. hardworking, um, but they weren't a family that had means. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I had music teachers, show choir teachers uh, who made school fun. Okay. Um, even when I struggled with math, I had track coaches, wrestling coaches who were also teachers help me. And uh, yeah. so I'm running for school board to be sure I help those yeah. Students who were like me who just needed someone to pass on the gift of yeah. a free public education. So you've been doing it for a year and a half and you've made the decision to run for re-election mm -hmm. and um, you're one of six candidates. Um, why do you want to keep going? What is it about this role that you feel like you can make an impact and maybe what are some of the burdens that you have that you'd like to see be addressed or some of the things that you're just excited about in District 118? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm excited to see our students um, succeed, yeah. and I think many of them are, yeah. and um, I I enjoy being a part of that. I think, too, um, when I was a parent, when I first moved here, I interacted with the school board about yeah. some things, and I didn't get anybody that responded to an email. Okay. And, uh, so one of the things I thought that I would do if I was on the school board uh, was respond to every parent email that I yeah. ever got. Do and, you get many? And I do, do and, okay. and I do respond. Well, good for you. And uh, that's one of the things that I would promise to keep doing is not just listen, yeah. but actually respond to parent concerns and yeah. people in the community's concerns um, 
even though sometimes you can't really tell them. You can't even defend yourself sometimes. Some right. of the information we have is confidential because sure. of student records and things sure. like that. What are some of the concerns you hear about that maybe you would like to address? Well, a lot of the concerns I hear about is overall student safety. Okay. And, um, you know, students who who don't feel safe aren't going to learn. Right. And uh, right. so our teachers need to feel safe. Our students need to feel safe. So I'd continue to advocate for uh, school, school resource officers yeah. um, and training for our staff to be able to identify students who are at risk for yeah. behaviors that might not make it a safe place and yeah. uh, to intervene before that happens, not just to react. Right. That's been a constant theme in the interviews that we've done with the candidates. Mm-hmm. What they're hearing about is this issue of school safety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Students need to feel safe and, yeah. so, and so do our teachers and all yeah. our staff. Any other burdens, any other concerns that you think are out there that are maybe top shelf issues for, for the administration, for the school board to deal with? Well, we can always do better at getting people who start in kindergarten all the way through to graduation. Sure. One of the things I see where I work at the prison is a lot of people drop out of school in fifth and sixth grade and and then they end up domino effect. They end up in the Department of Corrections. And uh, so helping people to want to stay in school to make school fun. Yeah. Extracurriculars are a big part of that, but also to give our staff uh, support. Yeah. Anything they need to help keep students in school and and help with uh, not being not it's not okay if the students aren't in school yeah so keeping our attendance up so you're an ordained minister and you're yes. serving as a prison chaplain yes. and you preach most Sundays yes is that right yes how has that equipped you as a school board member would you say or has it equipped you I guess I should well ask. yeah I, I believe it has working with people across um, crises yeah. working with people across all ages yeah. working with people of different backgrounds different social economic backgrounds yeah it's it's helped me a lot and um, I'm glad to do it yeah so someone's listening and they're like I want to know more about that Chris Easton guy mm-hmm. how can they get a hold of you well my f- cell phone number is on the district website okay and my, so oh, it's okay. my personal email so it's right there it's okay. right there and that's okay. actually my real cell phone number it's not a fake one okay uh, I can't speak okay. for anyone else but yeah. if you actually call it I'll answer or that's return great. your call and yeah. uh, also I have a Facebook page so oh, that's great Christopher Easton district 118 I hope you vote for me well Chris Easton thank you for taking time and uh, we've been blessed to hear from multiple candidates through this uh, direct line school board candidate forum and we wish you nothing but the best of luck on tuesday april 4th thank you very much all righty thank you to tiara brown and kim corley and chris easton let's go to commercial break right now and hear from our direct line sponsors introducing aunt b she is sunset's new comfort dog not only will she comfort our guests but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call, Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're part of every community. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SI. PC. 
Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You know it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, March 23rd, and this is the District 118 School Board Candidate Forum. Let's hear now from our final three candidates for District 118 School Board, Pastor Thomas Miller, Elder Tyson Parks, and Alice Payne. Let's check that out. Well, we are joined now by Pastor Thomas Miller of the New Life Church of Faith. Pastor Miller, welcome back to Direct Line. Thank you. And the last time you were with us, we were talking about going into the school year and talking about praying for our students and for right. our teachers. And that was back when it was really hot and it's been really cold. Yes. And we've got an election coming up. That's right. And so you're running for re-election to the District 118 School Board. But what I want you to do is start by telling about yourself up to this point in time. Okay, I'm a native of Danville. I'm 67 years old. Okay. And I've been in Danville all my life. Yeah. And I've been committed uh, since uh, at least eight years coming up on being a school board member. Okay. And absolutely uh, enjoy the challenge. Yeah. Because it's in my heart to try to help our young people, our students, uh, the staff, their parents, and uh, continue to try to encourage them to know that education absolutely yeah. uh, opens a door yeah. that no one can take away from them. That's so right. I absolutely am committed to that and want to just continue to try uh, to be there to support them. I've been a volunteer at the schools uh, monitoring the high school lunch hour. Okay. Uh, try to get there once a week and uh, just, you know, again, not there to preach to them, but right. just to give them encouragement when they need it and just to see how things are going. How has that impacted you? You've been in ministry for over 40 years, which, by the way, if I make it to 67, I hope I look as good as you do at 67. Well, thank you. Thank um, you. But how has that impacted you just being in the school and being around the students? How has that impacted you as a board member? It gives me an absolute firsthand view yeah. of what's really going on. Yeah. Uh, there's so much... Uh, negative press, right? but there is the majority, I mean, you know, 90% of our students yeah. are there for education. Yeah. And I'm able to see that. I'm able to see even the challenges that our teachers and administrators have. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to, you know, uh, just help our students because there's some that, you know, may have, you know, personal issues and right. it really takes the staff away from teaching. Right. But they do such a, a excellent job yeah. in trying to be there for our students on all levels. Yeah. And then to see that, you know, a lot of young people, I tell uh, adults, there's a reason. Yeah. Not just, just that they decided to cut up right. and, uh, you know, be out of control sometimes, yeah. but there's deeper things there's a backstory that a have happened times. to yeah. a lot of our young people and they need support. And yeah. we that are a little older now yeah. need to remember when we were teenagers, yeah. when we were young people. That's and, right. Uh, we didn't necessarily uh, like all the rules and regulations either. Right. So we keep that in perspective and that helps uh, to be there, to not be so quick to judge or to just, you know, say, well, that's yeah. just another bad kid. But yeah. something is going on. There's issues right. uh, a lot of times in their personal lives. So you said you're coming up on eight years on the school board. Yes. I had somebody tell me one time they lost a school board election by 13 votes 
and they wanted to write a thank you note to the 13 people that didn't vote for him. But that's not your perspective. You, well, you, you're glad to have been able to serve all this time. Absolutely. Okay. You know, I, I love the opportunity to serve our young people. And most people, maybe some don't know, this is not a paid job. Right. There's no, you know, benefits as far as money. Right. And so I'm not there for any other reason yeah. than to try to, try to make a difference yeah. in the sense of giving our young people some hope and then to do everything we can as a board. Yeah. Uh, to keep the districts uh, as sound as possible yeah. and to do everything we can to support uh, yeah. our administrators, our teachers, and definitely uh, to be there for the parents. Yeah. What are you most burdened by when you look at District 118 or maybe just education in general? I mean, I think there's a teacher shortage everywhere, it sounds like. Well, you hit well, it. Yeah. That's my greatest concern. We have a Grow Our Own uh, yeah. program that we've been involved with now for several years. And because there is a teacher shortage around yeah. the country, yeah. uh, we don't have to say, is something wrong with Danville? Is right. something wrong with District 118 that teachers are not wanting to, you know, support our district? Well, this is an issue yeah. around the whole country. And so we're going to continue to do everything we can to encourage our young people to go into education yeah. and to be there to, uh, you know, support our yeah. own community. And so I believe growing our own is going to give us the best uh, possibility of uh, having more teachers in our district. So how's that work? Talk about grow your own. Students now are making a commitment to go into education, but they're saying they'll come back. Well, Is that right? Th this program works where that we are going to financially support those students. Okay. And they will come back and give us five years. Gotcha. Before okay. they move uh, to other locations. Yeah. But uh, And that, maybe they'll be like Thomas Miller and say, I'm just going to stay in Danville well, for the we, rest of my life. We you know? believe by them already uh, being a part of our community yeah. that they are already at home. Yeah. And so, you yeah. know, once they get their degrees, they come back back their families are here you know we're really not thinking right that the majority of them would leave and go to other communities but they're here with their own family yeah. and now they have their degrees and so we're pretty confident yeah. that we just wanted a little guarantee on the front end yeah. that if we help you with your finances, you will commit to... It's a win-win. It's a win-win. Yeah. So you've served the New Life Church of Faith almost 38 years? Is almost that right? 37. Almost 37 April, years. April will be 37. Okay. Yes. And so as you look back in these 37 years, uh, what's your perspective? I am very excited to, you know think about lives that we have helped. Yeah. Uh, the lives that, you know, we know yeah. were impacted by this ministry. Yeah. That it gave them a new perspective on life. Right. And I try to be a little humorous and tell yeah. people that uh, the ushers especially, don't let anybody in here that he didn't die for. <laughs> That's right. So That's everybody, right. our right. motto is whosoever will, let them come. Yeah. And we are very aware yeah. that people come to God last. Yeah. In many cases, they've tried the world and it's failed them. Yep. And so our commitment is to do our very best not to offend them once they come to church right. because of the fact that, you know, yeah. Some people really think you ought to come in already clean, right? But you got to catch the fish. Works. That's right. And then you got to clean the That's fish. Right. But so again, I'm so thankful yeah. of the lives that have been impacted positively yeah. uh, by our ministry. We yeah. have just so many testimonies That's of great. people that have come in and they were very devastated by life. Yeah. And now they're successful and, you know, they're just living the best life. That's great. Yeah. So someone wants to know more about Pastor Thomas Miller. You know, they want to know more about your candidacy. Is there a way they can connect with you? Well, reach they, out to you. Yeah, they can definitely reach me at my email. And okay. that's 1956 thomasmiller at gmail.com. Okay. And even if they want to reach me on, you know, uh, Facebook, I'm yeah. on there. Yeah. They, they can reach me okay. uh, through newlifechurchoffaith.org. That's and great. And so, uh, again, I'm That's just there to, you know, continue yeah. to do my best. And I trust the Lord that if it's his perfect will, yeah. I will be reelected. But yeah. if not, I trust him yeah. uh, that he yeah. knows what's best for me. Yeah. Well, we wish you nothing but the best. Election is April 4, just a, a couple weeks away. And yeah. Pastor Miller, thank you for your friendship. And thanks for taking time today. Thank you, Pastor Greg. I'm All glad right. to be able to be a part of your program today. All right. Well, we are visiting right now with Elder Tyson Parks. Elder Parks, welcome to Direct Line. Bless you. Thank you for inviting me. And so um, tell us, Elder Tyson Parks, why is that your title? Um, 18 years ago, 
I used to pastor here in Danville. Okay. Um, at Allen Chapel Church. Okay. Um, and then when I went to our annual conference, um, my supervisor, um, which was presiding Elder Cornelius Hayes, was retiring. Okay. And so the bishop uh, decided that I would be the next person okay. <laughs> to step into that position. And so in 2005, yeah, um, I was promoted to uh, presiding elder, which now means that the church that I once pastored, now I oversee that church. Okay. Uh, I have 16 churches wow. throughout the state of Illinois and Iowa. Okay. I travel all the way to Des Moines, Iowa. Wow. And far west as Quincy. Okay. Uh, and so um, those, that is my district. I have yeah. the second largest district in what we define uh, as the fourth Episcopal district of the AME Church. Okay. Which consists of, of Canada, uh, Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. Okay. And so uh, I, I am the second presiding elder that has the largest district. And so I've been blessed by it. Yeah. So, yes. But you got a lot of a uh, lot of oversight that you need to give to a lot of different people. Yes, you know, uh, you, you learn uh, as you go. Yeah. Uh, because no two churches are the same. Right. Um, and so, as a presiding elder, um, I oversee yeah. uh, pastors and their congregants, um, and so I take statistical reports. Yeah. Uh, every three months, uh, I'm traveling on the road. Um, to receive those statistical reports and to act as an advocate if there are situations and problems within the church sure. that needs my attention. Sure. And so we we do that. Yeah. Um so again I've been I've been blessed and learned by yeah. by it. Yeah. Well that's a great segue. You are one of three incumbents that are running for re-election to mm -hmm. District 118 School Board, and you were actually appointed, is that right, a year and a half ago, is that Correct. right? Correct. Okay, to um, fill terms of people that had resigned. Mm -hmm. So why are you running for re-election? What is it about serving on the District 118 School Board that you feel like is worthy of your time moving forward? L let me say this at the outset. I am appreciative of the fact that uh, the board saw uh, in me um, – uh, what I say, the intuitiveness to yeah. be able to serve uh, and give um, some sort of stability to the board. Sure. Uh, and so I'm appreciative of that because as a clergy person, yeah, um, you learn to listen to all sides. Yeah. Um, before you make a decision. Sure. Uh, and so um, uh, as a as a present board member, there are some things that. I am very pleased about what has happened okay. um, with the board, and and because of that, I am seeking um, a re-election as a candidate to District 118 okay. School Board. One of the things that comes to mind uh, is the fact that our teachers uh, have done an outstanding job in the midst of um, this uh, COVID environment right. that had taken and made caused to make change, I should say. Uh, in the way that they teach, uh, when it had to came, when it came to um, doing things uh, um, by uh, Zoom and right. some other things of that nature, uh, and, and not in person, yeah. and so now that this COVID um, has changed, and we've been doing, they're doing things in person. Right. But I've also noticed, and this has been um, one of my biggest concerns, is the fact that many of our students. Um, misbehaving yeah um yeah and so that's caused for me to have a lot of concerns when i hear uh some of the uh, problems that the teachers are facing and matter of fact i've visited some of the schools and saw it for myself you've witnessed that. uh yeah and and so uh i applaud these teachers for what they're doing yeah but i also understand that as a board member We've got to let our teachers know that we support them right. and make every effort uh, that we can to make sure that um, they're not overwhelmed by what's taking place. And I know some of them are. Right. Um, and so I want to encourage them yeah. that you keep moving forward in spite of all of the difficulties. Yeah. Because I'm reminded what the scripture says, um, 
that in due season you shall reap if you faint not. Yeah. And so um, if you're not doing anything, right. then you, you won't have any problems. But if you're doing something, trouble, uh, trouble, yeah. will, trouble yeah. will come. And so I'm, I'm mindful of that. That one of the things, again, that me share with uh, our audience is the fact that we have, um, through the school district, developed what's called Grow Your Own uh, Project, yeah. which has to do with um, teachers um, excuse me, rather than that, uh, students that um, have an interest in, in, the, in going into the field of, of education. Yeah. Um, and so what the district has been able to do, uh, we've been able to sit down with a former students um, okay. that are in college now, and they have agreed that they would be willing to come back to serve in District 118. Um, in, 20, in 2021, um, the district was able to reach out to those students, and we were able to uh, get eight of them to uh, commit to coming back to Danville. And in 2022, um, the district had uh, spoken with 13 of them wow. that uh, um, have committed to coming back. Um, That's and great. Then, yeah, and then... Um, we're working on this graduating class, right. um, and so hopefully that, that number will even go up bigger. Um, and so our prayer is that these students will um, see the um, future of Danville yeah. and District 118 because we know um, it's going to take uh, a lot of these students to come back to help us to yeah. move forward um, in the field of education, and so we are, we are appreciative of that. That is great. And, yeah. Hey, we've got about 30 seconds left, so let me ask you this, uh, mm-hmm. Elder Parks. If someone wants to connect with you and they like what they hear from you, mm-hmm. is there a way they can connect with you and learn more information about you and the vision that you have as a school board member of District 118? Yeah, there are two ways. I can I can give you my personal cell number. Okay, okay. <laughs> or uh, I can give you my email address. Okay, you can uh, do whatever you uh, want to do. My, yeah. My email address is elder, E-L-D-E-R-T, okay. dot parks. Dot parks. Yeah, P-A-R-K-S. Yes. At Comcast dot net. That's probably the yeah, safest way that, to do yes, it, would be my yes, guess. Yes, yes. And I would say this you reach out to me at Second Church, Greg at secondchurch.com, mm-hmm. and I can get you connected with uh, Elder Tyson Parks if you'd like to have further conversation. Thank you. Well, uh, Elder Parks, we wish you nothing but the best, and thank you for taking time to visit with us today. No problem. No right. problem. I All thank right. you for inviting me. All righty. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, we are joined now by Alice Payne. Alice is a candidate for District 118 School Board. Alice, thank you for joining us today. I'm happy to be here. And so tell us a little bit about your career. I know you've got a career in education. Talk about that. Yes, um, I have taught 35 years in Danville School District. Wow. Prior to coming to Danville, I taught three and a half years in Indianapolis. Okay, um, over a span of 35 years in the district, I went from teacher to principal. Okay. Um, I had a wonderful experience. Yeah. Um, I come from an educational background. My parents okay. were educators as well. Okay. And I've got a couple of brothers that were in the same field. And so you've got the unique experience of you were in the classroom, but then you were also the boss. You were also the principal. <laughs> well, yeah, the principal. Yeah, yeah. So uh, with that... What has motivated you to say, I want to be a part of the District 118 school board? Well, even though I'm retired, I I still um, have uh, concern and care for the students of Danville as well as Tilton. Yeah. And um, now more than ever, we need to focus on real issues, what's going on in the district, what can be changed. Yeah. Things along those lines. What would you say are your greatest concerns? We're, you know, two weeks uh, from the election as we're recording this. What are your greatest concerns as you see, you know, playing out right now? Well, safety is a concern. Okay. Um, But also, um, I'm concerned about the graduation rate. Okay. And student academic achievement. Yeah. I'm concerned about um, there's a lack of communication okay. between the parents, students, and the administration. Okay. I think that could be uh, changed. Um, 
and I want to uh, reevaluate some of the student programs. Okay. And so your time as principal, obviously, you saw a lot. How do you think that might uniquely equip you to now serve as a school board member? Well, I because I know the the program. Okay. Uh, elementary and middle school, yeah. mostly. Um, and I know about discipline. Yeah. I uh, I care and understand about the students. Yeah. Uh, Oftentimes, I know where they're going yeah. and what they've been through. Yeah. Now, you are uh, the fourth candidate that we've interviewed up to this point, and three of the four have listed safety as a real concern. Is this a new concern, or do you think this has always been a challenge? What would you say about that? Well, it's not a new concern, but it's something that we have to constantly be on guard about. Yeah. Um, I remember when they installed the the video cameras uh-huh. in the elementary schools yeah. uh, where you had to, all the doors were locked yeah. and you had to be buzzed to get in. Yeah. And the secretary and the principal had a, a screen. Okay. That was the first really big change. Yeah. And um, I thought it was necessary then. Yeah. I think it's necessary now. Yeah. Um, as you look at District 118, and you spent a lifetime here, would you say 35 years? <laughs> 35 That's years. great. Yes. What are some of the things that you really appreciate about District 118, whether it's administration, teachers, students, parents? What what what, what really makes you feel I good about District 118? the uh, vast majority of our teachers are compassionate okay. and concerned about their students. Um, there's a great volunteerism okay um in the schools yeah um on friday nights particularly in elementary school and during the week there are a lot of after school programs yeah that uh some teachers volunteer for yeah um i like the spirit yeah yeah of, of danville yeah and its staff well i would say you must like it if you stayed here for 35 years you know well danville yeah. is um a nice place to raise a family yeah um, I've seen a lot of uh, students leave yeah. um, and come back yeah. Uh, yeah. once they've gone to college yeah. and secure jobs because yeah. this is their home. Yeah, well, that's great. Um, a- as you think about moving forward, you talked about graduation rates are concerning you. Do you think that's a new concern maybe since the whole COVID thing blew up or has that been an ongoing challenge, would well, you say? Well, it's not been an ongoing challenge, but it's something that you really have to pay attention to. Yeah. And yes, COVID made a difference yeah. in the graduation rates. Okay. Um, but unfortunately, just a few weeks ago in the newspaper, yeah, they um, canvassed 56 high schools okay uh in and around danville yeah and the goal was to see where the freshmen if they were on target to graduate yeah yeah uh in four years and unfortunately um we were at the bottom oh wow we were 51 oh wow and um i always see danville high school as the uh signature school yeah Yeah. um it is the premier high school okay and i simply wanted to to go back to where it was yeah there's no doubt about hey if someone wanted to connect with you one of the things we're wanting to do is help voters be as educated as they possibly can be is there a way someone can learn more about your candidacy or ask you questions um they can uh well i don't have a website okay okay um, but they can, they, I'm in the telephone. Okay, I've okay, been in, um, okay. In the telephone directory for forever. For a long time. So Alice Payne, just reach out right. to you. That's just great. Reach out to me. That, that is wonderful. As you look at the process moving forward, and obviously the elections in a couple of weeks, I guess, do you have kind of a parting thought on why someone should vote for Alice Payne? Well, I think that uh, I am a viable candidate. Okay. I understand education. Yeah. It's been a part of me all my life. Yeah. I have the same goals, desires, and aspirations for my for students now as I did when I first started. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I understand the program. Yeah. So I'm asking for the vote. Yeah. So I can be a member of the Danville District 118 School Board. Tuesday, April 4 Tuesday. is Election Day. That's the big It's coming day. soon. Yeah. Right. Well, Alice, thank you so much for taking time. Alice Payne, candidate for District 118 School Board. Thank you very much. All righty. Have a great day. You too.
Well, thank you to all of our candidates who shared with us this morning. We wish Tierra Brown and Kim Corley and Chris Easton and Pastor Thomas Miller and Elder Tyson Parks and Alice Payne nothing but the best. We are so thankful to the direct line sponsors who agreed to have a limited commercial show this morning. Just a couple of reminders. We are hoping that there's going to be a candidate forum one week from tonight on Thursday evening, March 30 at the library in Danville. Look for more information and don't forget that the election is Tuesday, April 4. One of the great blessings as Americans is the ability to go and vote. So get out and vote. Thanks for listening to Direct Line, and we'll see you next week. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're a part of every community. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Let's hear now from Interim Co-Director Mariah Hansen. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. The best news is all our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Changing lives one decision at a time. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SI. PC. 